Taiwan's three presidential contenders shared a stage on Wednesday, but not at the same time. Lai Qingde, Ke Wenzhe and Hou Youyi went up one after the other to present their labor policies in front of a labor rights group. All three expressed firm support for government subsidies to the labor insurance fund to prevent it from going bankrupt. The DPP's lie said so long as the government exists, the people's labor insurance will exist too. The TPP's curb put forward an exact number, pledging a subsidy of 100 billion NT a year. The KMT's Ho added that government subsidies to the fund should be enshrined by law. The presidential candidates make headlines each day, but their running mates are also hot topics. According to a data analytics provider, the KMT's Zhao Shaokang was mentioned in 68,000 pieces of online content on November 24th. But a closer look finds that his negative mentions were almost double his positive ones. In contrast, the DPP's Xiaobi Kim had fewer online mentions but her ratio of positive to negative comments was 1.7 times more favorable. Taiwanese expats hold up a banner in the DPP campaign's latest animal mascots. They're at the airport to send off Xiao Bi Kim as she returns to Taiwan. Well-wishers young and old clamor to take photos with the vice presidential candidate. Xiao spoke with the crowd using Taiwanese. Back at Taiwan's de facto U.S. embassy, she had choked up when saying goodbye to her colleagues. A data analysis provider has released findings on the vice presidential candidate's social volume, which represents their mentions on the internet. The report says that when the KMT's Hou Youyi and Zhao Shaokang registered for the race on November 24th, Zhao's daily social volume surged to 68,000 posts. TPP vice presidential candidate Wu Xingying had some 37,000 posts per day. Since then, both running mates have seen a decline in social volume. Xiao's social volume was the lowest of the three from November 24th to 28th, but she's seen no sharp rises or falls. The report also assessed whether the candidates were portrayed in a positive or negative light. Zhao had two times more negative mentions than positive ones. Xiao had a positive to negative ratio of 0.81 to 1, which was 1.7 times higher than Zhao's. Polls say that about 56% of people think Xiao is a plus for your campaign. It should be higher with Xiao Bi Kim, at least in the 90s. DPP presidential candidate Lai Qingde says Xiao will give an even bigger election boost than voters expect. And analysts have agreed, with one describing her as the wings that will take the DPP campaign to new heights. Taiwan is preparing to retire its F-5 fighter jets, which were a mainstay of air defense for decades. A Taidong Air Base completed its final night training mission for the jets on Tuesday before showcasing them in an air show the next day. After serving for 47 years, the F-5s will stand down by early 2024 to be replaced by the Taiwan-made Brave Eagle jet trainers. F-5 
five fighter jets take to the sky in a spectacular display. At Taidong's Zhihang Air Base, an air display showcased the retiring F-5 fighter. Our AT-3 and F-5 fighter jets have been in use for more than 40 years. They're also no longer used at international air shows, so there are many parts that can no longer be sourced abroad. The F-5EF fighter jets will soon be decommissioned after 47 years in service. Their roles will be taken over by Taiwan-made Brave Eagle jet trainers. Brave Eagle jet trainers are developed and made in Taiwan. More than 55% of the components are made domestically, so that can drive industry growth in Taiwan as well. Derived from the T-38 jet trainer, F-5 fighter jets were the backbone of air defense from the 1970s to the 1990s. At their peak, five Air Force wings used the F-5 as its primary aircraft. From 1979 to 1990, Taiwan sent more than 700 pilots and crew to the Middle East to teach F-5 jet maintenance and operation, assisting North Yemen in combat operations. Taiwan's stock market has surpassed Hong Kong's for the first time in 30 years. At the end of trade on Tuesday, the Taiex stood at 17,341 points, higher than the Hang Seng's 17,329. Just five years ago, the Hang Seng was flying high at 33,484 points. Taiwan's market was just at around 11,000. But since then, Taiwan's economy has taken off, while Hong Kong's has floundered due to China's post-pandemic struggles. Taiwan's stock market edged up on Wednesday, extending the previous day's gains to end at 17,370 points. Analysts say the index could soon challenge this year's high. This year, overall corporate profits should reach about 3 trillion NT. Next year, we're looking at 1.95 to 2 trillion NT in cash dividends for a dividend rate that exceeds 4%. So in that respect, the fundamentals are strong. Also, next year's GDP growth will likely exceed this year's 1.42%. Analysts say that next year, investor optimism about AI could drive double-digit industry growth. This month, a surge of foreign capital has moved the TIEX higher by 600 points. Taiwan's stock market now stands higher than Hong Kong's for the first time since 1992. The economy is indeed developing quite well. The stock market is a window into economic development. It also shows that President Tsai's policies are on the right path. If your investment strategy is to stand on the shoulders of giants, giants like Microsoft, Google, Amazon, as well as Meta, plus Nvidia, Intel, and AMD, then you would be looking at Taiwan. Taiwan's stock market, with its emphasis on electronics, would be more attractive than Hong Kong. The Hang Seng Index stood above 33,000 points in 2018 and has since fallen to 17,000. In just a few years, Hong Kong's stock market deteriorated, affected by China's slow economic recovery from the pandemic. In contrast, Taiwan's industrial development has boomed. For foreign investors that want to invest in Asia, the Taiex has the potential to become the main point of entry, experts say. They say that the next challenge for Taiwan is to outperform Hong Kong in market Well, the winter holidays are coming and Taipei 101 is already starting to look festive. The skyscraper has set up an art exhibition and dazzling light installations. The displays were lit up in a ceremony on Wednesday, drawing a large crowd. 
the Taipei 101 chairperson announced a series of performances in December that will usher in the new year. Today we are launching our event with this lighting ceremony and concert. This is the first time we're holding an outdoor lighting ceremony here. From Christmas to the New Year to the Lunar New Year to the Lantern Festival, some 5 million visitors are expected at Taipei 101. 41 performance groups will be featured in December on the fourth floor of the shopping mall. The art exhibition titled Luminous Whispers will be open until February 27, 2024 in Gallery 101 of the Taipei 101 office space. A Ukrainian family of three has been granted a 30-day permit to stay in Taiwan so that they can repair their sailboat. The family was headed to the Philippines when their vessel broke down, forcing them to dock at Taichung. Speaking to Taiwan media, they said they'd been living at sea ever since escaping the Russia-Ukraine war. A sailboat is moored at Uchi Fishing Port. Its deck is filled with household items. This family of three hails from Ukraine, and the sailboat is their home. Now I'm left our home because it's a very dangerous situation and we, can, we can't um, be there. The boat is steered by the father of the family, 41-year-old Valery. Five years ago, he embarked on a tour of Asia via sailboat. After the war broke out in Ukraine last year and put his family in peril, he went home to get his wife and son so that they could travel together. Their original plan was to go to the Philippines to buy parts for boat repairs. But on November 22nd, the ship's rudder failed and they were forced to dock at a nearby port. Now it's step by step. First, uh, safety for my uh, family and uh, safety for my boat. And uh, after, think about for everything. Everywhere is uh, good um, in Asia, especially in Taiwan. I didn't worry. The family of three is fleeing the war by sailing the seven seas. They were forced to make an emergency stop in Taiwan, which granted them seven days to repair the vessel. The time was up on Wednesday, but the repairs were still not complete. The National Immigration Agency intervened to give them a 30-day extension. The malfunction happened at night, and they sailed straight over. We're letting them stay at Uchi Fishing Port to repair the boat. The three are visitors, and their destination is the Philippines. They are not seeking asylum. The National Immigration Agency says the family was granted a 30-day entry permit in accordance with the relevant regulations. The family says they are thankful for the help received during their unexpected stop in Taiwan. Today, we take you to meet the new French representative to Taiwan, Frank Paris. Prior to assuming office in August, he was a foreign policy advisor to French President Emmanuel Macron. Since coming to Taiwan, he's been working on strengthening cultural and scientific bilateral ties. Paris emphasized that Taiwan is an inspiration to many countries around the world. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang spoke to Paris to find out more about his goals during his tenure. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is uh, Frank Paris. I'm the new French representative here in uh, Taiwan. 
French envoy to Taiwan, Frank Paris, greets us warmly. His Mandarin name is Longye. He chose his name because it combines the dragon, his Chinese zodiac, with the concept of light. Paris assumed his post as French representative to Taiwan in August. I wanted to have something rooted in Asian culture. So that means uh, a lot for me. And uh, also Ye because I wanted to have something connected with my name in French, which is Paris, the name of the French capital. So I picked up Ye because this means light. And Paris is known as the city of light. City of light because Paris is supposed to be, and we are proud to be, uh, the capital of human rights. And here, to pick up a signal for human rights, it's, it's as meaning for me too. Previously, Paris served as a foreign policy advisor on Africa to French President Emmanuel Macron. In August, France passed the seven-year military programming law, becoming the first country in the world to pass legislation to protect the right to freedom of navigation in the Taiwan Strait. Paris emphasized that Taiwan is crucial to the international community and that maintaining peace and stability across the Indo-Pacific region and the Taiwan Strait is one of his priorities. He said Taiwan's democracy is an inspiration to many countries. Of course, we, 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 we spoke uh, together and uh, I also had the opportunity uh, to talk with uh, my colleagues of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, who are my direct uh, boss. And uh, well, they all were very happy for me to come in such a strategic place. And, they all have a keen interest about my mission here. Taiwan matters for France. It matters for the French president, it matters for the French Ministry of uh, Foreign Affairs, it matters for France as a whole. Uh, we have a keen interest for Taiwan, we have a keen interest to partner with uh, Taiwan. The level of interest of appetite for Taiwan in France and in Europe is unprecedented uh, because the experience of democracy in Taiwan impress a lot of, of people. Uh, what is going on in Taiwan regarding all the promotion of human rights, protection of minorities is also inspirational for a lot of uh, people and of course Taiwanese success in some areas of economy is also an interest for us and of course we have a keen interest for the stability of the, uh, the region. Paris says that strengthening cultural, academic, economic and trade and scientific exchanges between Taiwan and France is another priority during his tenure. In November, he organized La Nuit des Ideas, or Night of Ideas, an annual global celebration of sharing of ideas and knowledge in Taipei. He hopes that more students will choose to study in France. He also emphasized the importance of promoting Europe in Taiwan. First, uh, I will continue I mean, the excellent work which has been done by my predecessors here. I think uh, France has been very active over uh, the last years 
in promoting all kind of partnerships between France and Taiwan, especially on culture, where I think we are one of the leading partners of Taiwan on, on cultures. But what I would like to focus upon is, I think, put more Europe on the map of my Taiwanese interlocutors. I still have homework to do to put France on the map of our Taiwanese uh, friends. Uh, I think France enjoys pretty positive image here, but it's an image connected to culture, romance, fashion. We are more than that. We are also a scientific country. Taiwan is said to be one of the most dangerous places in the world today. But Paris says his first impression of Taiwan is that Taiwan is the most welcoming place in the world. My first, my gut expression is to be one, is to be in one of the most welcoming place in the world. That's my uh, first imp impression. Um, I feel like being in a place where a lot happens and where we discuss challenges that are common. And I think it doesn't make it dangerous, it makes it strategic for everyone. So this is the feeling I have, not being here in danger, but being in a place where we are at an important moment of history and where what happens will have consequences for all of us. There is no language barrier, there is no cultural barrier and you feel welcome and you feel at home and that's something very special here. Despite the challenges ahead, he is undaunted. Taiwan is a representative's first post in Asia. Paris says he's eager to boost the ties between Taiwan and France and also to immerse himself in his new home. FTV reporters Stephanie Yang and Senshin Hen in Taipei. Taipei is cracking down on noise pollution. City officials said Tuesday that effective immediately, Restaurants and bars in residential areas may not play loud music from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. Violators will be fined up to 30,000 NT. The ban is the first of its kind in any city or county in Taiwan, but according to one borough warden, the policy is misguided because the main source of nighttime noise pollution is not music, but drunk patrons. Actually, a lot of restaurants have opened up here since last year. These establishments themselves keep the music levels under control and they'll turn down their music with a bit of persuasion. The problem is primarily their drunk patrons who make a ruckus out on the street. Regarding the behavior of individual patrons, the government tends to use the Social Order Maintenance Act to control that form of noise pollution. From January to October of this year, the Taipei City government received more than 1,500 public complaints about noise pollution. Nearly 60% of those complaints were filed from residential areas.
limited edition snacks. It's the latest trend in school merchandise. To celebrate school pride, some of Taiwan's top high schools have chosen to team up with snack brands. In the latest tasty collab, Jianguo High School launched a special guai guai featuring a student and an iconic campus building on the package. One parent ordered five boxes of the snack to give away as good luck charms during admission season. The iconic snack Guai Guai now has a fresh look. The package features a student sporting a Jianguo High School uniform and school bag. Behind him stands the oldest building on campus. This limited edition collaboration marks the school's 125th anniversary. I think it's quite creative to commemorate the school's anniversary like this. I got some, yes. A classmate asked me to buy some in bulk together. I didn't really look at the details. I just put the order in for my classmates. And it's not just students rushing to buy. One parent pre-ordered five boxes of the snack to give out to his son and his classmates to wish them the best with university admissions. On the school's anniversary on December 2nd, the Parent Teacher Association will set up a stand on campus to sell more. I'll buy one, of course. It's like buying some hope. Taipei First Girls High School also teamed up with a snack brand to launch Coloco Pea Crackers packaged in the school's signature green. The first batch sold out fast. The only chance left to score is to participate in the school's anniversary run, but registration has already closed due to high demand. Similarly, Yongchun Senior High School partnered with Kobayashi to offer gift boxes with commemorative fried cookies. Students and parents are flocking to buy all these limited edition snacks, hoping that they can bring good luck with university admissions.